Paul Stenhouse is with us from the US this morning. Morning, Paul. Morning, Jack. Hey, how's um, how's Prince Philip's death being noted there? Because we we know that uh, Americans are generally interested in the royal family, but I would have thought that um, you know, they'd be more interested in the Meghan and Harrys and and you know, maybe Charles and maybe the Queen ahead of Prince Philip. <laughs> Yeah, it sort of missed the it sort of missed the morning news over here, or was happening right during the middle of the morning news. Uh, so I think we're about to hit the evening news time. I haven't had a chance to look yet, but I'm sure they'll be covering it. Um, it has been everywhere. But you're right, it's it's a it's a lot sexier to be focusing on Megan and yeah, Harry, on the it? other sc- yeah the scandals of late um, as opposed to yes. anything else. Yeah, no, okay, no, it's interesting. Um, hey, Siri's gender is about to change, huh? Yeah, so Siri is the vo- is the voice assistant on the iPhone, and ever since Siri was introduced, the default voice for American users has been female, and that's and that sparked all sorts of questions as we've gone through this period of awakening and talking about sexism and racism and all those types of things. People said, "Why is why why the name Siri and why is the voice female as an assistant?" And so that's actually about to change now because Apple says it wants to promote diversity and inclusion. And now it's actually really interesting, Jack. They're going to get you to actively choose what voice you have for your mm. smart assistant. Right. So they're retiring largely. They've made some improvements, but the voice that you know about Siri is largely going away and they've got two new voices and they sound way smoother, uh, way more natural than the current Siri. So take a listen. These will be the options. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi. I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Huh. Okay. I mean, yeah. both of those sound so, slightly less robotic, don't they? They do, they do sound slightly less robotic. So we're making progress in that, in that sense. But this really big change, and this is one of these things in technology that some of us geeks talk about, Jack, is the power of the default, yeah. right? And so when you're setting up your iPhone, if it defaults to something, whether that's um, sending analytics to Apple or choosing the voice of Siri, all of those things, we often, we're a bit lazy, let's be real, we yeah. just leave the default thing there. And so what Apple's saying is we're going to make you actually select one of those voices rather than just give you the female one. Right, okay. So it's a really active choice. Yeah. Here's, here's what's interesting, talking about the UK and Prince Philip. So in the US, the default voice is a female. In right. the UK, the default voice is actually a male. Ah. And I wonder why that is. I wondered if it's because of the kind of royal butler kind of culture. Um, ah. Yeah. Is there, have they, not, have know, they, they haven't given you any reason for that? No, I, have, I haven't dug into it, but it's a real. I thought it was just an interesting yeah. kind of little anecdote. But yeah, in the US, your assistant's a woman. In the, in the UK, your assistant's a man. Yeah. Kind of fascinating. That is quite interesting. Yeah, that's very intriguing. Okay. So when's, when's this change coming in? When's Siri changing? This change is coming in with the next version of iOS. Right. I, would, I would be surprised if they force you, if you upgrade your device to re-opt in. Um, they could go that yeah. far, though, but certainly if you're buying a new device with the new iOS on it when that launches, that's when you'll certainly have to be choosing what you want Siri to sound like. Hey, how many people do you think we um, have annoyed in the last three minutes by saying Siri this many times? Because uh, as soon as we started talking, my phone heard me say Siri and immediately lit up. <laughs> Yes, 
<laughs> it's a little sensitive sometimes, isn't it? Although, well, hey, look, it's getting better with that Kiwi twang. I had is. a lot of issues when it first came out trying to find to get yeah. the thing to work. Yeah, uh, very good. Hey, um, Facebook has launched its Clubhouse competitor, um, uh, a thing called Hotline. Can you explain what both Clubhouse and Hotline actually are? Yeah, so, you know, everything old is new again, right? And so Clubhouse is kind of reinventing the call-in radio show in many ways, Jack. You host these little audio-only kind of rooms. They're like, a you know, people can join and they can listen. Someone hosts it. And effectively, they call people up to the stage and they turn on their mic and they can join the discussion or ask a question or all these sorts of things. And it's blown up, especially because everyone in America has been trapped at home for so long and last mm. year. Um, so this thing only launched like a year ago. It was in, it was in a, you know, very beta stage. It was very exclusive. Um, and so people were desperate to kind of get into Clubhouse and it is valued within, like, it's been around a year. It's valued at a billion US dollars. Whoa. I don't kind of get yeah. the hype. Yeah. But but of course, if you've got an app that's suddenly worth a billion dollars, um, everyone, every other company around is going to be looking at it and trying to recreate it. And so we've got them from LinkedIn and Twitter are trying to do all these things too. Facebook, and I'm surprised to say this, Jack, and you will hate me saying this. I know your thoughts on Facebook. But Facebook, you know, they've been known to rip off the things from Snapchat and all yeah. that kind of good stuff. This, their Clubhouse clone is actually, I think, better than the original. Really? Okay. Um yeah, because Clubhouse is kind of weird. It, so it, it's the only thing it does is audio. And so if people want to have conversations, what they typically do is have those on Twitter in kind of parallel with listening to Clubhouse. What Facebook's done is they've called this thing Hotline, um, and people can host a the show or the group or the whatever. They can even turn their camera on so it can have yeah. video too. Yeah, yeah. And, and so what people can then do is they can submit written questions and then if there's lots of them, if people can upvote them, as they call them, so effectively mm. just vote on them to get the attention, the host can then read the question, and then they can choose to invite that person on the stage, which is good because then you kind of get an idea of what the person you're inviting up onto the stage is actually going to say mm. because Clubhouse has run into all sorts of issues, uh, well, not just based on kind of who's on there and what they're discussing, but if you invite like a – you're trying to host a – robust discussion about something yeah, yeah. and you invite a random up on stage you just don't know what they're going to say it's the joys of talk radio isn't it jack that's why you've got the seven second delay you never know you never know who's going to be on the, on the other end of the line sometimes yeah yeah that's um, true and so and so that that kind of goes uh to fix one of those um one of those problems so it's it's one of the very few times i would say that the that the clone seems uh, better than the original oh very good okay thanks paul